0: Here we are with Transformers, The Fellowship of Cybertron, (coughs) Season 1, Episode 1. I am Devin, the referee. We are in February 2019, and to my left, we have X playing Y from Z-Faction.
1: Nicole playing Breakout, who is a combiner made up of Smash and Grab. Uh, They are and Autobot, part of the Wreckers.
2: Um, I'm Tyler. I'm playing Flutter, who is a member of the LVs, which is a nomadic, neutral group of robots. Uh, Cybertronians. Cybertronians. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess we want to talk about playbooks. (laughs) Oh, shit, playbooks, yeah.
1: Uh, My character is called the Pear.
2: Ta-da! And I am the Elf.
3: Kevin, playing Necronom, the uh, spider playbook, he is part of the Xenomorph faction, and they are hostile towards the uh, Decepticons, and that's their alignment.
4: And Peteras Multiplex, he's a Decepticon, he's a Titan, he's a giant playbook.
0: You're a big, you're the giant. Yep. Alright. So, uh, I know listeners, you've probably just listened to the intro, where we've already covered this, but indulge us... Let's go around and describe your characters for the game. Uh, Who would like to start?
1: I guess we'll just... I'll go first.
0: Alright, Nicole. To the camera.
1: There's no camera. To the camera. There better not be a camera. The the, the
0: mind camera, Nicole.
1: You can read my thoughts. (laughs) So, uh, Smash... Well, Smash and Grab are both individually quite small. Uh, as a scale, uh, normal Autobots are size 6. My character is size 4, which is around Cassette. Uh, yeah, cassetticon size. Right? So Rumble or Ravage. Yes, yes. Um, Smash is a little uh, stockier, more like a classic Cybertronian. Uh, stockier, very blocky. Uh, Smash has uh, more... Blue um, color scheme, uh, mostly like darker blues with like blue highlight bits. Uh, hi- their alt form is a two wheeler. Grab is also cassettecon size, a um, little more thin than stocky, but still you know, blocky because they're Cybertronians. Uh, and Grab is more um, gold and yellow color scheme. When they combine together, Breakout has gold and blue color scheme. Alright. Perfect. <clears throat> oh, uh, also, they both have the, the, the mouth. Thing. They don't have fucking Cybertronian lips. They don't have,
0: uh, they don't have pillowy uh, articulated lips.
1: Yeah, no, they have, they have those little... Uh... Face plates. Thank you, yeah. Like uh,
4: do you want this kind of guys?
1: Oh, also yes. She well, they. I don't. I don't know their genders yet. Guys, they are robots? Um,
4: Cybertronians.
1: I have, fuck, <laughs> rip and tear with me. They're both Turbo Foxes, which is a native like species of Cybertron. Um, they're not actually just Turbo Foxes though. They are like fully cognizant people. Um. Their alt forms are a sword and a gun, which my characters use. Um, they're turbo foxes, like spiky little robot-looking. Motherfuckers. An
0: angry robot fox is made of steel. Yes,
1: yeah. um, they have more um, like midnight blue and black color schemes uh, with silver linings.
2: All right. So Flutter is even smaller than Smash and Grab. <laughs> Flutter is a size 3. Um, he's a, a light, lanky figure in his Cybertronian form, but like most of his people, he spends most of his time in his alt form so that he can be airborne. Uh, and his alt form is a Dragonfly quadcopter. He's got four wings, which are rigid metal with large rotors in them. Um, he's got also got a face grill. Um, His paint scheme is a mixture of verdant green and brown. Uh, He's always accompanied by a hawk-shaped drone named Screech. And he is currently also chaperoned by an older LV named Smoke, who is a wasp-shaped transformer that has buzzsaw appendages. A a deconstruction drone. Yes, a deconstruction drone. Okay,
3: uh, Necronom is a size 6 transformer. He is... Kind of a dark purple blue chitinous kind of uh, texture to him. Uh, One of his arms is kind of coiled together like a tail. I should explain that his uh,
0: beast mode is a xenomorph. Yeah, just straight up. We're gonna throw this. We're gonna throw one high, you listeners. His alt form is a goddamn machine xenomorph from a xenomorph planet. And at size 6, that puts you at... um, Normal
1: Cybertronian size.
0: Yeah, which means you're like five times the size of a person. You're the size of a Xenomorph Queen from the movies. Fuck. Ish. Yeah. So yeah, he's got uh, the
3: Xenomorph tail. Even in uh, his team mode, he's just also got one that's kind of coiled into an arm. Like a manipulator tentacle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The head is served as his other arm. The hand comes out of the extra, like, the the, the the second tongue in the xenomorph head, like, splits out to the hand. Yes. Yeah, basically. Like so, that. Like, the whole xenomorph head's like an arm guard? Yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. just kind of got a bestial look to him in general.
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, a oh, bestial, you say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't say. And his companion is just a swarm of facehugger like
0: mechanical creatures. Oh, God, they're like scraplets. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Tiny little round scraplets with that same icky uh, resiny camo color.
4: Mm. Oh, fun! So Multiplex, he's you know a giant, so he's a size eleven Omega Supreme size. Um, he is a refinery, a digger, and so on. So he's got all that on his body. Got. Yeah, I think one... it was mobile
0: truck refinery digging. So I
4: mean both. Again. Like
0: you'd fill up with energy at on one point and then on the move you'd, like, refine it and purify it. I think mm-hmm. that's what we settled on, right? Yeah. A
4: holler. Yeah, he's got, like, one digging arm for actually, you know, excavating things yeah. as needed. He's got some smokestacks-esque things coming out of him, some sort of power coils and things. And he's all rather old weather-looking, still, you know, coming to him after everything that happened. So, yeah, it's War-wary, I guess. What's your color scheme? Um, Probably right now, a little bit rusty, and, you know, got that purple insignia. Um, on the fucking grill and his chest plate? Yep.
1: Oh yeah, my character's um, smashes Autobot symbol is like on a belt buckle type area <laughs> and grabs is the center of their chest.
4: Nice.
0: The Autobot Decepticon shields. Crests? Shield. It's mm. called a shield.
4: Okay.
0: Legit, that's just the name for it. Sure. Uh, perfect. Okay. So, Fellowship, uh, we already talked about it in the intro, uh, so we've already kept you up to date on that, listeners. Uh, Overlords?
4: Pardon? Overlords? No, no, no.
0: She's not, not here. It's fine. Sure. We, we talked about it in the intro, remember? So, for the first session, Fellowship recommends doing one of three kind of uh, setups for the game. And we chose, or I chose, and pitched to do a, uh, a proper challenge that was a one of the set pieces from the book. So, uh, I don't know, I guess we won't tell you what the set piece is. You'll figure it out from inference if you know Fellowship. So,
4: said so the sooner, I guess.
0: I suppose I should. One All right. So, it is. Um, a day cycle on Cybertron will come in onto the planet, you know, big large machine world, not really any lights on it anymore, large kind of gaps on its surface that give way to like um, dark areas that are covered in like shifting moving sand, um, which always seem to show up on the art for in like these big patches of desiccation and uh kind of zooming down in past decaying orbitals uh a missing moon another moon that has also gone dark uh satellites and wreckage and skyscrapers that have been toppled over and destroyed and demolitioned and just wrecked speedways that have crumbled with like signs of battle and bodies strewn across them from millennia of war um the sand gets more prevalent as the kind of camera moves across the, the cityscape and t- until it's, you know, buildings tall. This big, ever-present, rust-red, shifting uh, metal sand. You know, flakes of, of damaged Cybertronian infrastructure just kind of sifting across from uh, the, the winds that go across the planet's surface from its uh, uh, environment and weather system, which it has. Cybertron gets, you know, wind and uh, acid storms and stuff. Uh, the Fellowship, you four, and your associated companions, um, are at the edge of a major uh, off-ramp for one of the, the, the hyperways, the, the, these long, stretching highways that kind of gave people boosts when they used to drive across them and would, like, let them move across the various infrastructures of Cybertron in their alt forms, wheelers being the most common, so that's kind of what the city's uh, acclimated for. Uh, this overpass kind of ends and is, uh, um, you know, just... Almost covered in sand because you're pretty high up, but the sand, the, the rust sea has moved up here, and there is a large flat uh, uh, trawling vehicle, uh, sort of uh, personnel hauler. It sits on top of the rust sea and the sand, and uh, you know has various like legs and like uh, rudders underneath that like turn it up and uh, push the entire vessel forward. It's a device that was made to kind of navigate the Rust Sea. Now the Rust Sea has encroached upon civilization and moved past the kind of, you know, uh, wild zones into the the ruins of your world. Uh, These have kind of been, you know, used again. It has a rudimentary Energon uh, reactor in it that required quite a bit of fuel to be scrounged up to even power to complete your journey. And it is crewed by the refugees that you've come across or shepherded from their their old settlement. Uh, So these refugees are Cybertronians, you know, mixes of Autobot, Decepticon soldiers, and, uh, you know, burnt-down people who have kind of given up on the war. Um... It's been quite a while since the Ark left and the last few skirmishes burned out. You don't really even hear gunfire anymore. You do hear it often, like off in the distance in the city, if, you're, if you kind of just stand still, you'll hear explosions or buildings collapse or, or the sound of a gunfight. But they're getting less frequent. The city's getting quieter. So these people that have got this trawler, they're going to cr- cross this section of the Rust Sea and they're heading to Titan's Last Stand. Which is a community of survivors in this post-apocalyptic world, this truly post-apocalypse, you know, after the fall, to uh, try and uh, try and outrun the degradation and the uh, the destruction. And this is your best way to get to where people are. Okay. So there are uh, there, there's a mass of like animals and you know small like like utility function if, if functionalism were still a thing, uh, you know disposable cast people like cassettes, data sticks, illumination tools or whatever, all kind of scurrying about in robot mode fixing up the trawler. Uh, there's a fair amount of soldiers, four wheelers, two wheelers, um, a flyer that doesn't seem to fly anymore. You know, there's a, a fair collection of, like, rank-and-file soldiers and civilians that are just... Or no one's really a civilian on Cybertron anymore, so... Soldiers of different proficiency and cast. The three that matter the most are uh, these following three. trick shot, half pipe, and Oil Spill. Um, are
1: those from... No, where? no, don't, okay.
0: don't pay attention to it. <laughs> trick shot. half pipe, and Oil Spill. Uh, Trickshot, his alt form is a um, sniper emplacement. He actually turns into a emplaced sort of targeting uh, uh, turret. Uh, he's a Decepticon, he has a shield, he has scar damage all over him, he has one eye. Um, not because it's missing, but because his head is a rectangular block with a single mono uh, eye inside of it that glows blue.
1: Well... I know why he joined the Decepticons.
0: <laughs> they took away his face. For listeners in the know, uh, for listeners who don't are in the know in uh, uh, the Cybertronian cult, uh, you know what? It'll come up again. It'll come up again if people ask him about his face, because some of you guys might not remember because. Time well, I was
1: not alive then. Yeah, time.
0: <laughs> there, uh, Decepticons that don't have a face and have a mono eye are actually pretty common. Not super common among the Autobots, but you get a few here and there. It's a weird style choice. Yes, he seems to be a sniper, or at least a long-range support uh, soldier. Like that was his thing. Trick shot. Halfpipe is a two-wheeler who, instead of having wheels, he has hover projectors, and uh, he basically looks like a futuristic skateboard someone else would ride. Uh, he's about cassette-sized. Um, his Autobot symbol is actually the the kind of wraparound on the skateboard on the bottom. Like it's like cool art stuff that looks really weird when he's in robot mode.
1: Sorry, what shield?
0: Autobot. Uh, he seems to be a scout slash scavenger because he's fast and can get into small places other ones can't, where it's you know dangerous and fragile. And oil spill is another Autobot. Uh, it's on his front grill. Uh, he is a uh, he. He was an energon tanker, not 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 multiplex sized. He's like the the size of your standard like big rig, but he doesn't have a back end anymore. He's lost it, so he's just like the big rig of but, you know, Cybertronian and advanced. Uh, he's all, like, black and red. And, yeah, his his grill is where his is <coughs> uh, and stuff. And he just looks like he's a... Just a, you know, frontlines guy. Anyway, these three have basically been, taken charge of the refugees uh, as a group and have been kind of coordinating getting the ha- the, 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 the the Rust Skimmer uh, out of here. You got about 50, 60 people. So... I'm going to knock the spotlight around, and who wants to take it first to uh, talk about what they're doing and what they're up to? Well,
2: I'm definitely out ahead with a Screech. We're both uh, flying out low over the sands, uh, scouting things out, checking out what's going on, relaying transmissions back and forth to each other.
0: Getting a daisy chain going? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sea looks calm. You know, the the sands kind of shift and move. Uh, the sky is... Overcast because the sky burned you know, during the war, um, but it's 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 a little clearer today. Eerily calm. Usually you get kind of wind blowing in from like burning refineries or uh, you can or the munitions plants that have since gone up, but uh, there's an eerie calm to the sea today.
4: Okay. Well, oh, I guess Multiplex helping out with loading up the ship probably. Brought some of his own energy on to power this, you know, holder and have been moving some other important pieces of tech onto it. And then, you know, trying to get onto himself. himself like, you, you, probably won't fit. Hmm? you probably aren't going to fit on this thing. You're too big. <laughs>
0: well,
4: I guess I'll have to walk behind it.
0: Yeah. Like, Cybertron yeah. itself is underneath the sea of rust. It's not like all graded, yeah. So, like, you can kind of feel out with your feet and put your hands in and stuff and kind of just guide yourself along on the highways and the buildings to not fall deep into the deep end. Oh
1: god. Yep,
4: yeah, that would yeah. be fun. Well,
0: look up any picture of someone, you know, like out in the tropics swimming and like if it's a top down, there's like a giant hole that goes straight, you
4: know, the, the, the drop off.
1: Except we can't see inside of it. Because I guess i uh... Yeah.
4: I guess I'll take some large chimney just, like... Yeah, yeah, you just, just off. It so I'll have some stick to, you know, poke ahead.
0: It's really the danger, right? You're poking. It's like, okay, there's a gap here. If I put my foot down, maybe it's just a little bit below, or maybe it goes down forever to the bottom yeah. floor of the planet. Yep. Yeah. And I'll be gone. So yeah. so, yeah, you, like, rip some girdering off of the old freeways and stuff to, like, get a poking stick.
4: Yep, yeah, that's me.
0: Okay. Uh Necronomes actually
3: setting up depth charges, like remote control ones that will follow the uh ship and protect us from uh you know, with like little like helicopter fins that kind of spin to like move it through the sand. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of crafting those from uh his kind of ch- chitin generator that's
0: on yeah, that's melting to him. That that resin stuff you you're able to uh secrete manufacture would be the <laughs> word we would use, Peter. Yeah. Things don't secrete on Cybertron.
3: <laughs> eh. He's kind of rolling it around with his thumb and like jabbing in the proper like mechanical piece, pieces yeah. to make it a hole.
0: little engines little like you know transmissions and stuff
3: yeah this would actually be a move because uh, the spiders all about having to prepare ahead of time for really anything so um, tell, t- t- tell us about it it's uh, basically the basic ability for any spider called web spinning and uh, when you're preparing an area for ambush you roll sense on 10 plus you get webs and webs are basically your trap uh, supply Oh, roll. Excellent. Six, seven, eight. Alright. So I get one web to prepare. Perfect. So I'm going to set a... Uh...
0: Well, you don't have to tell us.
3: Okay.
4: Now. Oh, as the move says, so...
0: No, you, you spend web to choose one oh. of those options. Ah, yeah. So there you hold one. You, you have prepared the ship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't really have to get much deeper into it. Uh, and Breakout.
1: Um, probably helping people, like, organizing people, helping them get onto the, uh, things they need to get, like, get onto the evacuation thing.
0: Yeah, uh, people are helping, they're guiding, they're making sure no one gets lost. The, the smaller forms, like the, 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 the disposables, they're, as people just, they don't really like saying it, but, you know, it's just an easy way. They're, they're, they're a little more skittish, they tend to get lost if you don't corral them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mostly because a lifetime of staying away from the larger uh, Cybertronians not be used as tools taught
4: them well. See, okay. if you didn't skitter about, you'd be dead by now. So. Skitter
0: about or get goddamn crushed under a tank tread. Okay.
4: So, natural that, selection. That, <laughs> the way you
1: originally described it sounded very much worse than the way you were actually trying to describe it. Okay.
0: They're nervous people.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I'm about their size, so, you know, there's yeah.
0: well, well, are, that. Are you side. breakout right now? No.
1: Okay. I've... Four
0: people. I'm going to use that to my advantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of these people think they have CR sickness.
1: What's
0: that? So, uh, Cybertronians, when they need to repair, they either just, you know, go to a hospital or a MASH ma- uh, yeah, station, you know, a mobile ambulance. Um, if they can't get to that, they are often put into uh, CR chambers, like Cybernetic uh, Restorators, which are... Uh, Pods that kind of use brute force energon radiation treatment to like emulsify them in energon and like patch them up, it's not great. It repairs surface wounds and keeps them together, but it doesn't like allow the interior to like, you know, properly fix itself. So a lot of them look kind of, yeah, a lot of them look a little run down, worn around the edges, kind of brittle looking. You know, there's amputees here and people with like, you know, exposed joints and exposed wiring on various parts, armor that's been, you know, blown apart.
1: This is this
0: contagious? No, it's something you go from using a from a CR chamber over and over instead of actually getting real treatment.
4: Yep. So it's a condition, of a disease.
0: Yeah, it's not a disease. It's it's a medical problem. Yep. Yeah, there's not a lot of doctors anymore. <laughs> they were on the front lines, huh. wielding guns. Okay. Well, with that, those highlights done. Um, yep, yeah, Trickshot heads to the crow's nest they've set up. The, the sniper tower they, they just naturally set up on this thing. Um, Half-pipe and oil spill are manning the uh, the bridge and the engine room, respectively. And, yeah. Ready to take off. Um, as it's happening, you guys are kind of left on the ship to your own devices as the, 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 the wheels start turning and the, the kind of screwdrivers, like like the screw, you know, coils basically start moving it through the sand. So this, hilariously enough, would be a moment for you guys to just talk to each other.
2: Since it just seems like a bit of an endless doom, I'm gonna leave Screech out ahead to continue scouting um, okay. and i'm going to go over to where multiplex is and i'm going to use my sensors to kind of ping through the sand and figure out safe spots for him to radar yeah, yeah. For, for him to nice. stand so he doesn't plunge into the abyss
0: yeah your your internal radar you have like just built inside of you it lets you visualize it in your mind's eye it shows like the the sort of black and white layout and topography and like where these like have you ever played Subnautica? no Okay, well, yeah, you can see these these deep dives down that are just all around you guys. You're, you're on, like, a, basically a highway stretch, and it's foundation, so you're kind of tip walking, tiptoeing, walking across, you know, a multi layered highway that's been buried that, uh, you know, you're basically walking through, using it as a guardrail, and just going, but on one side, it just goes right down to the city proper, which is several stores. Yep.
4: No, Multiblade is walking along, following Flutter's advice and poking his stick just to make sure everything's still mobile. And as it's trudging along, the big thing is. Okay. What's <laughs> the
0: place that we're heading to? Uh, Titans, the,
4: the. Titans Last Stand. Titans
2: Last Stand. So have you been to Titans Last Stand before?
4: Well, from what I hear that's met that's built around Metroplex. I used to know him back way back. But I haven't seen him since well it's been a couple of tens of millions of years now I think. How about yourself? Have you been there? No, I've never been. Hmm.
2: I haven't been to too many places outside of home.
4: Mm. Well, it's a big world out there. I wonder how much of it is left to explore. Bigger for some of us than others. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, I think that's it.
0: Okay, um... As you two are walking and like uh, surveying the, the area in front yep. of the uh, the crawler, uh, there is a there, There's a weird wind on the horizon. It's sour, like it's coming in, and it, it, the, everything feels odd about it. Like the temperature and the pressure, and the air pressure is just changing.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So Could guess, be trouble. Huh. Oh. I guess we can try to look closely, scouts, are like. Look you feel ahead.
0: it before you yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, off in kind of the distance in the deeper end of the CRS, where some of the old ruins of uh, the uh, autocracy cities were, uh, there was a sm- there is a fairly large explosion, you know, not world ending, uh, that goes off among some of the buildings, and you can see just at the rise and something in the sky moving by, which you've all come to recognize as the, the ship. And it looks like it, it's it's dropped something, and there's an explosion in the buildings, and it sends a shockwave all the way up that you can feel it here, from miles away. I better go check it out.
4: Yeah, I guess I better stay close to ship in there's a wave coming.
0: Yeah, like you can feel like these waves of uh, impact washing over the the sand barge, kicking yeah. up into a sandstorm. I'm gonna activate my camouflage. All right. For reference, uh, the ship in the sky is far away, like it's it's suborbital. Okay.
2: And I'm gonna fly over to uh, where the explosion is.
0: Okay. That also is like maybe like an hour's flight away.
2: Mm, okay. I'll go maybe half an hour towards it and kind of stay abreast of the main convoy and sure. see if I can see anything from
0: here. Okay. Uh, yeah uh half hour in it looks like did you know about, you knew about this place like you lived here right you're not fairly new or young I'm pretty young you're pretty young yeah old city uh you know part of the the, the old like like empire that used to be here you don't only really know the significance of it just off the bat but uh large you know uh, uh, dome stadium uh, buildings that just collapsed and burst inward And they're on fire, there's plasma everywhere, molten molten steel, you can see it from where you are. You can kind of like sense it, you know, the the smell of burning metal.
4: I'll
2: give it a quick scan, is there anything moving?
0: Over there? No, but off of where you are, yes, like your radar is starting to pick up a shape. Something big under the sea.
2: Where is it headed?
0: Towards you and the barge.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to fly back. And uh, relay that information to everyone else. All right, you guys. So we'll, there's a there's something big coming towards us.
0: It's moving so what were you doing when uh, when this is coming in? What were you two up to?
3: Taking inventory of supplies, most likely.
0: Okay. I don't I do Doesn't really require anything. Where are going? Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, you got a message in from. Yep. Yeah. Flutter.
1: All right, um, man. Battle stations, everyone. Uh, I'm gonna snap at trick shot. You should probably get up there and uh, do your thing.
0: Do my thing. He starts like you know, grabbing on, climbing up. He only has one arm. The other arm's like a, is the gun part. So he's just kind of climbing I mean, up left there.
1: Him with one arm. That's surprising.
0: They didn't leave him with anything. He took an arm. He starts clambering up. Eye in the sky!
1: And, uh, yeah. I guess I'll just go up to the, like, the outside of the ship, basically, and, uh, get ready to shoot something. I'm gonna combine...
0: You're gonna combine? Oh yeah. Shh, sh, 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 sh. Breakouts on the scene. Is breakout different from the other two? Like does do they have like a different personality?
1: Yeah. More more filled with power. Yeah, more more gregarious.
0: <laughs> gregarious, good work. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're all getting ready and all of a sudden the, the barjon is wrought by uh, by a wave. So, it is sandstorming, the waves are choppy, it's getting dark as, like, you know, sandstorm clouds are all around you. It's bad weather. Uh,
1: we don't see
0: anything, right? You, you can see the, the sand shifting going up and down in big dives. Uh, multiplex? You're yes. almost certain something slipping by your legs.
4: Ah. Rust moving. So, can I roll some... Look closely, sense, so that I try to... Well, no, 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 no. that's can not really sure. sure. You
0: say what you're doing, and you figure out what you want from it, and you assign a move that gets you what you want. Oh. There's no looking at sure. your sheet for rollings.
4: Sure. Well, I can't really... I'll well, search around all that much. Everything's under rust. I can't really see much there. So maybe I'll get closer to the barge and then I'll try to stabilize it. All right, you're holding onto the barge to keep it steady. Yep. Okay. That's, I guess, my stronger than reasonable. I'm using my giant strength to hold it down, I guess. Yeah, people are going overboard, that's for sure. Yep. Okay. All
0: right. know. Uh, Okay.
3: So, um, can I get a glimpse of, like, any motion underneath the boat, or...? Yeah, you can definitely see things are, like, moving under. Sometimes you get the glimpse of net. Alright, I'm going to pull up my radar that's tracking where the uh, depth charges are. Okay. And I'm going to activate them when, um... Oh wait, I can't do that until it makes a movie. me. Never mind. Um, for now I'm just going
0: to try to track it, like, from one side of the boat to the other. Alright, you're going to track where it is. And Flutter, you're on your way back. Let's say you're you're gonna be back. Okay. I'm just gonna. All right. So as you're all preparing for some sort of conflict, it kind of happens all at once. Uh, this large uh, pseudo pod made of machinery and metal, like gears and pistons, uh, sweeps up out of the sea of rust faster than you'd expect something that big would be able to move, and uh, wraps itself around the crow's nest, and it's it's. Uh, the end of the pseudopod uh, grabs half and like it's starting to like twist and flex and it's starting to crack the crow's nest uh, another one comes out of the water near where multiplex is and uh, it, it looks like it's a little more um sturdier and thicker like it's 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 you know a bludgeon and it's like it's like moving around like it's gathering up momentum like a more like a morning star on a ch- like a flail on a chain. Yeah. That is the problems coming your way right now.
3: So, uh, question actually, I because it doesn't really explain the book, but the traps are specifically like escape route. You can get away and whatnot. Could I actually that okay. for other people?
0: You think or? Oh, well, let's take a look at it. Get familiar with it all. One moment. All right, we're back. We just read how getaway works and spider traps and hope and all that stuff. Never know. Right. So
3: that. Uh, Tentacle that tentacle that's grabbing half pipe. Um, a bunch of small little beads are embedded in the tentacle that's wrapped around half pipe and they start to uh, light up and beep. And they were a bunch of small explosives stuffed into one of those um, death charges. The, 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 the morass
0: of resin and webbing you make? Yeah, so those all detonate simultaneously. All right. So you are doing a getaway move. Yep. And because you're using your trap, you get to roll with hope, which is 3d6, takes the best. So, I get away with
3: um, 10 plus. Okay, let's you choose two from that list. Okay, so I grab someone nearby and bring them along with me. And I get there quickly, avoiding
0: any harm along the way. All right, the Pseudopog's uh, superstructure, like it's, uh, its chassis, blows open, leaving twisted metal and like uh, uh, spinning flywheels going out of it. Pfft, pfft. When I breathed in, I breathed in a hair. I was using my hands to gesticulate, and I knocked one loose. Um, Halfpipe is free from its grasp as it kind of pulls back uh, and you're able to get them out of there before it, you know, it's able to crush anyone. Mm-hmm. It cracks the crow's nest but the pseudopod, you know, retreats away from there. Who's next? Hmm. Who wants to do something now?
1: I'm just gonna shoot at it. <laughs> I'm going
0: to shoot
1: it. Yeah. Like, I was going to jump on the actual tentacle, but uh, it retreated, so I can't. So I'm going to shoot it. Alright. Uh,
0: Alright, so you just take out your blaster rifle, and are you shooting the damaged one, or the, the, the flail?
1: I mean, the flail, I don't like to smash a ship in half. So yeah, I grab a... Uh, Whichever one it is, I grab tear, and aim and fire at that giant ass thing.
0: All right, straightforward. So, uh, move wise, this would probably overcome... No. Let me pause. We're so still learning, listeners. This is the process. Okay, we're back. So, we we reread how advantage works and finishing them and all that kind of stuff goes down. So Nicole, our Breakout, is rolling to keep them busy with his uh, weapon systems. He's going to be shooting to distract the the, uh, the the Crusher pseudopod to stop it from, uh, you know, smashing up uh, Multiplex. Uh, you got a 9, which is uh, you're keeping them busy for a short time and they're going to attack you after
4: this. So I'm... Um...
1: Looking now, back... Um... Uh yeah so i would like to rephrase that so that uh Tara is actually the one that's keeping them busy because they get it as if they got a 10 plus really yeah
0: i don't how does that work do they get to roll
1: it says this dog can keep them busy as if it got a 10 plus
0: i guess it's oh because
1: it's gear.
4: it's a movie yeah.
2: but you have to damage its stat to do yes
0: yeah, so now you damage that okay yeah.
4: So, note it down that it's damaged, so it needs to recover. So, like, I don't know, it dives in. Well, and... no, you,
0: you shoot and deplete his energy. Well, oh, no. You can keep him busy. He's, like, ferociously sure. firing from his, like, mouth cannon. Sure. I imagine it's like a like a wolf mouth where the cannon comes out of.
4: So, right. while that's happening, I... So, uh,
0: sorry. So, you keep him busy. You buy him, uh, as much time as you need, and their attention is all on you right now. So, you have created an advantage on the pseudopod.
4: So since they're focusing on the small slash the ship, I would like to prevent them from doing damage to it. So just go behind them and start wrestling their giant tentacles to overcome them so they wouldn't be able to harm anyone. So I rolled with blood, I rolled a thirteen, so I stop the obstacle, threat cut, and move for causing harm. Perfect! So yeah, this thing
0: is, was looking like it was lining itself up to, like, smash the ship and uh, try to crush Breakout. Uh, when you come up behind it, it, just grab that thing and wrangle it back and hold it down.
4: Yeah. Don't hurt my friends. <laughs> Do we see the body of this thing yet,
2: or
0: is it just pseudo the It's under, it's uh, under, under it. the sea of rust. Okay. So, who's up now? The tentacle is being grappled. The other one is retreating into the, uh, into the sand ocean. And you can see other ones starting to rise up.
2: So, um, this thing has come, and it's attacking refugees and my friends. And it's clearly a threat. So I'm going to declare it as my nemesis and etch it into my mind. Okay. And then I'm going to hover down onto the deck of the ship and line up a perfect shot uh, onto the pseudopod. And charge up my high-powered laser rifle and try and take it out.
0: All right. Uh, which one, the Smasher or the Grabber?
2: Mm. Smasher's been damaged, right?
0: No, none of them damaged yet. Oh, not even with him. Blowing like, not... uh, that which you get? That was at least its grasp.
4: Yeah. Which one okay. has the advantage on? Because I guess you want to. I, like... well, I, I have advantage, advantage, advantage because I am. Exactly. Hitting. So you want to hit the other one? Because we have advantage of this one, and you create advantage of the other one. So, shoot the grabber?
2: Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shoot the grabber. No, okay, so
0: you're going to finish them! Yep. Uh, so, what are you rolling with? Grace. Ah.
2: And I have hope. Because it is my nemesis.
0: You so I get 12, which New. finishes it off. You destroy it. Does your weapon use ammo? Yes, it does. Mark down ammo. You, you have lost ammo on it.
4: So and then, since it was destroyed, I remain hidden. So describe okay. how it went down. How to destroy them.
2: Uh, so I powered up my laser rifle, and because I'm so small and nimble, I moved in towards where its articulating joints were, and then I just shot straight through it and blew the whole thing off. Nice.
0: Yep, fuel line, uh, an energy line inside of it uh, ruptures and the whole thing just goes up in uh, blue purple flames. The whole area around here kind of shifts and turns the other ones that are coming to grab kind of retreat down while the smashers still struggling with you
2: and then i immediately hover to the side so that it doesn't know what location i'm in
0: all right what's next you got the smasher here uh the boat is rocking you can see kind of like uh what looks like uh chitin segmented legs are holding onto the bottom of it and are trying to like it looks like they're they're, they're trying to like hug it down
3: I'm going to try and scan it for any structural weaknesses or um, anything in the database.
4: In the legs?
3: Yeah, the whatever Whatever's um, up above the... Because um, we
4: already have advantage on the one above from the He's above. Well,
1: he's nope. dead now. But yeah,
4: so we have advantage of that already. So if you want to finish them... Oh yeah, might as well.
0: Okay, so your plan is to take advantage of your Titan distracting the uh, the, pseudo, the the Smasher. Yep. Okay, how are you doing that?
3: So he's going to charge up his uh, one hand, the uh, the head. He's going to run in and like inject it into the uh, Grasper and inject resin throughout all its um, servos. Hyper caustic resin. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, roll. Overpowering them. So this is probably with blood. Um, oh,
3: one sec. Sure. I have a specific move for overpowering.
0: Oh, cool, 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 why don't we pause and look at that. Alright, we're back. So, uh, Necronom, you run up and smash into that tentacle and inject it with your caustic, uh, what was it, silicon-based acid compounds? Yep. Alright, uh, that blows several things out of that grasping tentacle and it starts. To, its superstructure collapses and uh, sinks into the water, uh, you damaged it with Overcome and therefore destroyed it. Because it only has one stat, being a grasping tentacle.
4: Hmm.
0: So, do you let go of this thing while it's smoking with acid, um, multi-titan? Yeah, you kill the grasping. Yeah, sure. Uh, I Smasher. I used the wrong word. Okay. I was oh, just
1: like really fucking confused. There
0: is one tentacle everyone is fighting—the big guy. All right, you let go. It sinks into the ocean, or the sea of rust. Yeah. The the tides change. Everything roils, and around the ship and around you, uh, rising up is a large, crab-shaped thing. It's made of rusted metal, there's holes in it, you can see moving servos and uh, engines, kind of like, you know, almost diesel-powered engines running all through it, giving off gases and uh, exhaust. Uh, Large crab with like an open face covered in optics, uh, uh, where these kind of segmented tendrils were coming from, and on either side of it, those grasping legs. The Kraken has risen, you're in phase 2. It's making it a roaring sound. There's like scorch marks on the back of its shell too and it has cracks in it. Hmm. So, how do you want to deal with this? Because shit's about to get real.
3: Can we recognize it as something that was, that had a function? Or is this something newly created? This thing looks old and it looks like it might be part of the fauna.
0: Hmm.
3: What do you mean by part of the fauna?
0: Well, ever since the war uh, kind of turned Cybertron bad and strange, it stopped producing energon, and without energon, you know things can't survive. So the leading theory for a lot of the weird fauna that's been showing up is that they've been living deep underground in like, areas of the planet that were producing energon that they were kind of subsisting off of for long periods of time, and those sources have been cut off, so now things are surfacing looking for food. Because Cybertron does have animals. Cybertron it's is an
1: ecosystem.
0: So this looks like it's some sort of super predator.
3: Likely uh, woken up by the uh, ship up above.
0: Uh, yeah. Orbital bombardment. Some asshole laser. was bombing it. Mm. Oh, there's it. Yeah, this thing's leaking energy on too. Like from this breaking its uh, crab shell and from like the tendrils, it's just oozing out. Huh. are leaking out.
4: Things don't lose. Well, I guess it's a threat to the ship. I'd like to, you know, grab it with my uh, giant arms and just keep it from you know, snappy at people. So I want to overcome Crab it. Battle. Yeah,
0: just, uh,
4: wrestle it. Okay. What are you going to do with the wrestle? What do you want to do with this? Overcome so it doesn't harm anyone. Sure, try.
0: Cause it looks like it's uh, it's interested in this ship. So
4: I rolled a nine. Um, I guess I'll create a temporary solution for this. What temporary solution? A full Nelson. <laughs> I guess I'll take this stick I brought with me and All just right. jam it in its mouth. Nice. All right.
0: Woo! It's making that it, it's making that whooping sound bigger and more reverberated that you kind of hear in Secticons' snake.
1: All right, guys, we gotta kill this thing.
0: Yeah, it's, you put a stick in its mouth like in those movies, and it's trying to bite down on it, and it's bending and stuff. This won't last for long. People are shooting at it. Like, again, the entire ship is making that Transformers laser sound as, as multicolored red and blue lasers are shooting at it, making smoke appear. Everyone just fire at once blindly. Yeah. Alright, who's next? you have a temporary reprieve before this thing starts... Uh... Starts making things
1: bad. To be clear, does that mean we have advantage?
4: No,
0: no, not have advantage.
4: Just like I prevented it from being damage or attacking so...
0: Peter has temporarily prevented me from making a super hard cut against you guys. Yep. As the Overlord, I have access to cuts, things that allow me to change the fiction and make your guys' lives miserable. I have soft cuts and hard cuts. And this Kraken can make hard cuts on you. Yep. Are
3: there any pieces of land around? Kind of floating in the sea. There are the top. What kind of pieces of land are you be interested in? Things I can perch upon. I'm trying to get around behind the uh, creature to uh, scan the wounds on its back for structural weaknesses. Okay, uh, sure.
0: How about the top of a skyscraper? Yeah, not interested in that. Yeah. All right, old skyscraper. It has a top area. You know, it's it's fairly big, as all things are on Cybertron. It's a land made for giants, which you all are,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and are aware of because you've met other life forms in the galaxy. <laughs> In your recorded history, and shit be small outside of you guys. It's mm. so
4: small and cute, xenomorph pet. <laughs> you guys are gods
0: among you guys are gods among the galaxy. But yes, skyscraper perch. All right, he's going to shift into beast mode, and he's going
3: to leap along, making that horrible screeching sound that oh God. he makes in that mode to get around behind it and
0: scan. The mute traumatizing sound you make. Yes. Alright, and that's probably, from what I'm uh, in, in, in ter- inferring. inferring here, is look closely Yep. All right, with sense. Okay.
3: And you're only wrong with hoping you're working with someone else to do these things, right? That's yeah. right. You're,
0: you're going alone right
1: now. Yeah. Unless your specific playbook has something weird.
3: So cool. Eight. So I can ask two questions. Alright. Um, is something hidden or out of place? If so, will it look
0: suspicious. Is something hidden or out of place? Uh, yeah, it's changing its internals to keep a series of uh, engine uh, array clusters kind of under its protective shell. Like it's trying to, it's trying to shift inside its coat, but it, the rust has gotten to it, and oh, oh, you see them. Oh. Your little, your little dead eyes zoom in. There is. Um, have you ever seen what happens when crabs give birth? Like when the eggs hatch, there are these like sea of little tiny red things. Unfortunately, yes. Those are inside its wounds, but they're not eggs. It's scraplets.
1: What was going to go into me. Uh... <laughs>
0: For reference to the uninitiated, scraplets are the equivalent of uh, picking up cancer slash picking up a venereal disease. They're tiny little microscopic cybertronian life forms that feast on cybertronian uh, metal. So, not the buildings, because that's Different. That's just normal metal. Specifically, your bodies. It's
1: like crabs.
0: Yeah, it's like having crabs slash having like cancer or uh, fleshing disease. Whale lice. Yeah, it's it's half that and it's half treated as a macro virus. I mean, you know, a virus or single celled organisms. It's a macro single celled organism. They look adorable. <laughs> little round spheres made of metal with buzzsaw teeth and big expressive eyes and little tiny stubby arms. Mm. And this thing is swarmed with thousands of them. And it's eating away at its shell. They're not making a lot of progress right now because mm-hmm. it takes time. There's a lot of them, but uh, this this thing is agitated as shit. Scraplets don't like it get any closer to the ship. And uh... some people start screaming. Uh, one of them is the uh, is uh, oil. What's uh, the what's called oil spill? Oil spill. Yeah, he starts screaming like. Ah! Inspiring. <laughs> it's
3: an appropriate response. Okay. Um. Tell me about the scraplets. What are they doing, and what will they do now? Or I guess that's already been kind of yeah, it, So it's tell me about the engines that are shifting
0: inside of it. Like, um. It's clearly part of its. It, those look like they're it's it, it's it's biology. It but that looks like it is. It's biology. Its main sort of kind of uh, you know energy on uh converters. Mm. Like, it's spark cases somewhere probably in there, if this thing has spark. Which it probably does. not It's fun. It but, like, have to a be soul.
1: clear, is it trying to hide it because it's already damaged?
0: Yeah. Mm. It's a giant enemy crab! Shoot the weak point for massive damage!
3: A lot of its weak points appear to be on its back. We can get around here and uh, launch a full offensive. Woo!
2: Okay. Well, if this thing's got scraplets, it needs to be stopped. I'm gonna... Hover around to the back, line myself up with one of its weak points, and uh,
0: take a shot at it.
1: Ah, because you can fly.
0: Yeah, How and you have advantage.
1: How long does advantage last?
0: Until you use it, or until it doesn't become relevant to the fiction anymore. So his advantage is to, you can't—the crab can't see it.
4: Or like you also lose it. Like oh, if you try to finish it and fail completely, you'll get wise. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: If I if I finish it and fail,
0: I lose my camouflage.
4: Yeah. You short out your cloaking surface.
2: Nine plus grace eleven.
0: Oh shit. Okay, so it's eleven funny. means you uh, you destroy them, uh, which essentially means yeah, your cloak field stays secure. You don't break the, the you don't short the circuit the tree because it's like a closed you know energy circuit, and uh, you're able to fire in around into there and just melt through that engine. Is that what you're up to? Yep. Yeah. Alright, it screams as the energon that's been leaking out of it into the Scraplets, and the Scraplets ignite, causing fire coming out of its shell. Um, it breaks away from Multiplex and sinks into the sea. There's like flames gouting out from the sea that are kind of like being smothered by it. Alright, so, the Leviathan. Um, okay, and second only damage we're taking out.
1: I assume because it's destroyed, the advantage will exist so that thing is destroyed. Pardon me? I assume because it got destroyed, the advantage is gone because that part got destroyed? Yeah.
4: So what did you want to use it for?
1: To attack it.
4: It's dead, so you... Don't think it's it. not dead.
0: No. It has uh, a series of stats that you have ah. damage taken out. Sure thing. Pardon? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you took out its eye, uh, which means that it sinks uh, into the briny depths. And no one was on top of it, right?
1: Nope.
0: Thank nope. god, cause that would've been a nightmare. It doesn't go well if you're on top of it. Why oh, Well, if you're on top of it, you get hit with the OVERBOARD stat. And it's a nightmare. If you're overboard too long, you get lost at sea, and it becomes this whole thing where you have to be found on a deserted island. Fun.
4: Oh.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> It sinks down because you shot it in its heart. Um, What's happening now is those tendrils are coming up and uh, one of them, like, that hasn't been damaged is starting to grab the ship and try to rock it. So you guys can't shoot it while it's underwater. That's right, it's above water. What's going on, guys? This thing looks like it's going to try and uh, flip you guys off the ship.
1: I'm gonna to try to wait for someone to create a vent so I can attack it. An opening? You need an opening, right?
4: Hmm.
2: I'm gonna move in, and uh, I'm still I'm still stealth. What yeah. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start pinging my body up against it in various places, so that it's getting hit by like phantom attacks, and it, it doesn't understand what's going on and gets preoccupied with that.
0: Okay. What what uh, what move is that?
2: I'm gonna try and keep it busy.
0: Alright, go it. for that. Eight. Alright, you're inhumans for a short while, but then your time is up.
4: Yeah, we'll tie that again.
0: So I respond in turn. Okay. um... Perfect. You're pinging it and slamming into it, uh, now that the nest has been disturbed out of the like seams and out of like the veins inside of this thing's you know, energon veins and muscle uh, motors, uh, they're coming out. Okay. Scraplets. So as you're pinging them and knocking them loose, they're getting on top of your cloaking field and I'm going to suggest they short it. Okay. Or you can have Scraplets on you that get past the field.
2: I will take shorting of the field. Alright, your bug zapper
0: zaps them. Luckily, you were wearing protection at the time. Alright, so a few of those guys, you know, kind of just fall onto you and fizzle and fall into the Sea of Rust and never be seen again, and your cloaking field goes off. Okay, Who else is up? So,
1: we have a vanish? No. Okay.
2: Uh, She does because I'm keeping it busy.
1: Oh shit, he
0: busy, lets you create a bench. I'm sorry. I'm Temporary. getting used to it all. Yeah. Alright, it's distracted by him, by the little firefly.
1: Okay, in which case I'm going to break out my. Uh, break ah! Out. I'm gonna break out my harpoon gun and shoot the fucking kraken in, in its stupid tentacle. And then I'm going to uh, run up the wire and start strapping it.
0: No! Yeah. What's that? What are you rolling with? Lot, nice. I'm yeah, all right. Go mm-hmm. for it.
1: it doesn't really, all, all my combat skills are the same, so it doesn't really yeah, matter. Yeah, but it does
0: matter. It's, it's the story of it. Uh, 2d6, right? Yep. Uh,
2: does this count as working together?
1: Okay, sounds like it does.
2: And we have a bond.
1: We don't, actually. Really? I was Got going it. to have a bond with you, and then I was trying to make a bond with other people, and now I don't know what's up.
0: <laughs> I have a bond with you. Yeah, just oh. <laughs> I think you just keep your bonds, bud. We already established them last...
1: We established one bond last session, and then I tried to change it, and then it didn't work, so now I don't know what I'm doing, so we can wait till after the session to figure it out. Alright. Mm-hmm. Okay. If he has a bond with me, does that mean anything?
2: I don't know. I think it would only mean something when I'm doing
1: something. Okay.
4: When well, two more people have bonds with each other... Yeah, each other. There it is.
1: So I got
0: an 8. Uh, okay, you damage the stat. If now I was keeping them busy, they aren't anymore. Okay. So you stabbed it?
1: Uh, actually, my harpoon gun is like the damage. Oh, I thought Now har- I'm on
0: it. <laughs> okay, now, now you're on the tendril. Yeah. Okay, so the Kraken's tendril goes down. You destroy Return of the Tentacles, one of its stats. Uh... Okay. Uh, on the opposite side of the boat from where, you, like, that tentacle goes underwater, with you on it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: All right, you're under the sea of rust, holding on to this thing underwater. I hope, I hope you can hold your breath uh, as it moves to the opposite side of the boat, away from the Metro Titan. Yeah. Uh, and surfaces. It's, uh, it's back away from you all, and you're hanging on to its mouth because these are its mouth tentacles. Ooh, it's gotten rid of that pillar. There's still, like, black, oily, like, like tar sands smoke coming out of its back shell. Mm. So...
4: So, I guess, again, in order to prevent the damage to the people, maybe i go to the ship. Take it up, put it behind me, and stand between the kraken and the ship. Motherfucker. Because <laughs> I'm stronger than is reasonable.
0: Alright, alright, so you, you just get up under there and brace yourself on the structure below, and is this a movie you have to roll for, or is it just happening? I mean,
4: that's over... I want to do overcome. And yeah, you're overcoming. St- right, stronger than right. reasonable, you just think it changes I Changes
0: the, the texture of the yeah. fiction for it. Right. I do know after this session I'm going to read up more on how cuts work because I don't know if I'm, I'm using them enough.
4: Um, it's something i got to yeah. read up on. I'm not too worried right
0: now because it's, you know,
4: consequenceless. Ooh, four, five, six. So, oh I, so I guess I'll have to pay the price.
0: And this was over mm-hmm.
4: Let's see. Mm-hmm. Cool, I'm going to make a hard cut on you. Cool. Okay. And also, since I'm larger than life, was it? Uh, no. Since I am that is visible, when I have to pay a price, is it paying the price or just cutting?
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't
4: know. Let's see. Uh, I guess Overcome doesn't say that I pay the price, so no, it's just you doing the cut, I guess. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh... Alright, let me pause really quick. Okay, we're back. So, Peter, because you got a 7, 8, or 9, and actually all of you guys when this comes up, you have to pay a price. Uh, which means you tell me what you've lost. Every so, time we get a 7, uh, 8, or 9? Yeah. No. No. goes like, yeah, it says underpay a price.
4: Easy. When a move tells you to pay a price.
0: Okay. So, so, whenever a move tells you to roll, roll two six-sided dice and add the bonuses by the move. So, every move that requires a has three different outcomes. 10+, 7, 8, or 9, 6 less. If your result is 7, 8, or 9, usually written as 7 to 9, then you still succeed, but something usually goes wrong. You need to pay a price. Many of us will tell you what happened, but if they do not tell you, you may tell us the price you pay for success. Mm-hmm. That's
4: strange, because like on Overcome, you have 7 and 9, you choose one, and then you can also pay a price to get a 10 plus result. I so. guess you would pay two prices. Which is an actual thing
0: in the rules, by the way, paying two prices.
4: Huh. Hey.
0: So, pay a price is a um, uh, common move that's yep. a special move?
4: Basic moves. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, basic move. Pay a price. So, pay a price. When a move tells you to pay a price, tell us what it costs you. A price you can pay can be in form of taking damage, losing some equipment, or using, or using some equipment, or losing advantage, or suffering a setback of some kind. Whatever the cost, you must pay that price immediately before, during, or after the move you paid for.
4: Okay. So... I guess I'll... So you're gonna get what you want, but you have to pay for it. I mean... Will I get what I want?
0: What, did you get a 7? No, No, I you got... got a 6. Yeah. I got... Oh! Right, 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 right. Sorry guys. I'm... silly. Because there's, there's different rules for that. <laughs> huh. On a 6, I make a cut. Alright, let me pause again while I look up cuts again. Alright, well, for my first hard cut of the game, um, because you fucked up and left your midsection exposed lifting up the boat, uh, the Kraken lashes out with a tentacle, and you see it happen because you're right in its Uh One of its back tentacles lashes out, and it hits you right in the goddamn solar plexus, right in the spark cage. Oh, I'm damaging your blood stack. Sure thing. It hits him hard, reels him back as he's like, you know. Trying to put the ship down, you like see his chest cavity cave in a bit and like you know, energy leak out.
1: Oh,
2: God. Good thing you're immortal,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: This move is like snap all of you in half. But...
0: Oh, yeah, you don't, yeah, you have to put the ship down still in front of the Kraken,
4: yeah. I didn't see so I just, it just
0: you, you exposed your midsection in front of a predator,
4: yeah. So it's just like you know, crumble back in half and it goes Ooh. back to where it was.
0: Ooh. All right, who's next? Who wants to do like? There's no like over, but who wants oh. to do something to stop this crate?
3: I'm gonna try to communicate with the uh, other, auto, like, the other transformers on the ship and try to convince them to,
0: like, is there a lot of like little places to get around behind the uh, opponents? So uh, like, not for the people on the ship because they would have to like get onto a structure somewhere. They're on the ship and the ship it's in front of them, so they yeah. can't like. They can't go around them. it. No. Oh, it wouldn't be possible? Oh no, like, like they can. You just gotta tell me how you can get them around there.
3: I'm trying to uh, convince them basically to uh, start moving while it's distracted. Like, basically trying to command them to do something. Move
4: the ship, I guess. Force to ahead.
0: Yeah, okay, they'll try. Uh, the weather's a real pain. So... Yeah, I'm trying to talk them through it basically to convince them to take that risk. Yeah, they'll they'll be up for that. Uh, okay, I gotta talk that through it because.
1: Speak softly, probably.
4: Talk sense.
1: Or talk sense. Yeah. So what is what that. is this?
3: I was just trying to do uh talk sense. Talk, talk sense.
1: sense. Okay,
3: let me take a look real quick. Trying to appeal to their desire to not, you know, die.
0: Yeah. Uh, one for help. dying. There's on really nine. Nine them a favor? What? On a seven plus they do a, Yeah, yes so on a nine and below you owe them a favor. So on a ten you don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to trying to Let me pause. Okay, so how is this going to work? Because listeners, the storm itself is a stat that needs to be damaged. Uh, we're going to burn the ship a bit. It's going to take damage as the, the crew kind of you know puts the ship in danger, despite the fact you've protecting it, to try and drive itself away from this cranking, or at least flank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that'll give you advantage on the weather to try and kind of like you know rally them to kind of push through the storm and go with the uh, go with the grain. So you have to finish them, the storm, with sense. Okay, so just talk sense this
3: time around, though. No, this is finished. Then. Oh, okay. You burned
0: the ship for advantage. The ship is vulnerable. Now. Oh wait, only two dice. Also,
1: isn't the ship a person? The ship has stats, but it's not. Oh, it's not a human
4: being. No, okay. it's not a transformer. It's just something they to scavenge together. It's not a soul. No, that would be something a transformer would
1: <laughs> call. I mean, most most gonna, fucking yeah, uh, yeah. vehicles are. Most things are not this one.
0: Ten. Okay, yeah, it's you throwing. destroy the Bad Weather stat and the crew kind of rallies together under you and it's like running with the storm and stuff. So they're able to now kind of not have the storm be in the way for either trying to escape or maneuver. So they're able to move around the like Kraken. Away from its crushing stuff, it'll have to be a bit more aggressive.
1: Hmm.
0: Alright. Who else wants to do something here?
2: I'm going to uh, reboot my damage systems and then fire them back up and go invisible
0: again. You do that with magic?
2: Yep, yeah, because I have Elder Might.
0: Aha! All right. Well, you do that. Cloaky field on. You're uh, you're on top of this monster, Cole. or breakout. Yep. Uh, you need to uh, you need to do something, or this thing might kill you.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for advantage. Uh...
4: Go try get away.
1: I don't want to get away. I want to kill it.
0: What about trying to examine it for a weakness? Yes. Cause if you look closely, you give yourself advantage on it.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right There's so the gaping wound and oil on his back is a weakness that I just light on fire with my gun. But uh Yeah.
0: Figure it out if it is.
1: Right, uh I'll roll with Grace considering Sense and Wisdom are minus one for this character. Well, look
0: closely at Sense. What? The move look closely at Sense. Oh, sorry, sense. I
1: was looking at talk Sense for some reason. Oh, okay, well, uh, alright, I guess I'll do that. That's a 9. That's
0: good. So, you can uh, ask two questions from the little closing list. And then I have to pay a price? I make a. Yeah, you pay a price.
1: I guess, is something hidden or out of place? If so, what looks suspicious? That sounds like the, the thing that sells, tells me what it's is. All of them do that.
0: Uh, like all of them can potentially do that. So out of place or suspicious. When it's maws opening up, Nicole, mm-hmm. up, I'm listening. when it's maws opening up, there's a there's a series of uh, composite bladders inside of it that are allowing it to float among the sand seam. I'm
1: gonna jump in its fucking mouth and stab it.
0: Okay, what's your price you're paying though for uh, immediately for sensing, right. like, like for analyzing? Right. You want to take damage?
1: Yeah, uh, I guess so. Alright,
0: pick one of your stats to damage. When you roll with that stat, you roll it um, with spare.
1: Can I pick Sense, because this is really dumb? Or Wisdom? Yeah, really whatever dumb. you want.
0: You get to choose.
1: Okay. A D there for damage.
0: Okay, so you see the inside of its mouth is its vulnerable part, because the skin's softer on the inside if it's uh, a chassis. It's armor plating is softer on the inside of the armor plating of the chassis of it. Well, yes.
1: it is. Like, I don't know, like, yes, it is. If a human is wearing armor, and yes, it is actually squishier on the inside of the armor. The
0: armor is its skin.
1: It's just for its, it's this
0: of I know, it's funny, Nicole. It's a two-inch thick plate of steel, and it's like, I can't hurt it on this side, but if I go on the inside, <laughs> like, you stick the knife in, and, like, the steel goes, like, jello, and you're like, gotcha, bastard. It's funny,
4: it's fine. It's funny. I mean, it could be just like an egg, like, you know, from outside, the did forces an egg, from inside.
1: Except for fucking Adam, you just said it has
4: vulnerable... I know, I did, I'm just... Don't yeah. okay. Roll? think?
0: Okay, so, uh, Braco just jumping inside the monster's maw, that's definitely not ideal. Anyone want to jump in here?
4: No. Huh. Is that the last stuff we need to damage? I'm
0: not going to tell you that, fuck you. Are they still beneath the sand? No, it's it's surfaced right now.
4: Uh, pop, 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 pop. I guess I will try overcoming it again because it's only its mouth open.
0: Yeah, because all those tendrils and, and like crushers are like going inside its mouth to grab the thing that just fell inside.
4: Yeah. So I guess I'll first I'll use my regeneration ability to heal my blood stat, so my. Auto repair motor parts come online and patch me back up. Your your cyber nucleic, uh, uh
0: regeneration system kicks in and starts buffing out the dents. Yep. Emergency baffles and titanic uh, seals kick in to stop the energy from leaking out of your uh, blood
4: supplies. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then I do overcome to try to prevent damage to whatever's coming breakouts way. And I roll a 9, We, so I guess it's create a temporary solution, so I don't know, I take...
0: temporarily hold its mouth open. Yeah, it's like, oh,
4: very strong, and I guess you need to pay the price. Yeah, um, that's the price you're paying, buddy. I yes, I'm going to say that, oh, this is straying my service or whatever, so they're breaking, so the regeneration system is kicking back in. So I'm losing this item by keeping myself repaired as I'm holding it. I know, it's gear, it's gears grinding against my, you know, hands and so on, so I'm buffing it back in, so. I'm going to lose the item regeneration.
0: So, your regeneration system is just gone? Well, how many uses did you get out of there? Two. Ah, uh, so you lose your other use of regeneration. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah, that's another option of using an item. So you have to overclock your old muscles and stuff. Yep. Alright, so you see this by the way, your 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 large robot titan friend is holding the mouth open for you so its tentacles don't go in to like, digest you, uh, and yeah, he's like, steaming from all his joints and stuff, like there's like, fires starting on him, he's so old
1: worn down it
0: really badass, right it's a really cool it's a really cool day for you all
1: <laughs> giant giant robot giant fucking robot see, kraken and me jumping into its mouth to stab it
4: black clouds everywhere and st- sandstorms if i get to finish them i could always use my like feats of legend to do something really awesome but you're doing that so Weird, go ahead like take it and eat it across the horizon
0: okay finish this thing before it kills uh, multiplex. It's kind I don't know. It's gonna drink your
4: blood. Mmm, my press precious, precious energy of blood. Yeah, once. you
1: energy of Oh, hey, I get, uh, what I think I get something for acting like a fucking jackass, you know? <laughs> Sure, sure. Are you, you
4: asking with your agenda, I you guess?
1: No, Daring Devils. Ah. Sure, I'll pause. We're back. What'd
0: you get? Oh. Five, six. I
1: got a five. five.
0: Okay. So in that case, uh, I make a hard cut.
4: Would my overcome prevent that, or not? Uh, no. It was going to kill Nicole. Uh, it was going
0: to kill Breakout, and you stopped it. Okay. Uh, so you, uh, you're going in to slash at those baffles, and um, instead you hit a bunch of muscle tissue and stuff that snaps from connecting tendons. And uh, a bunch of counterweights and uh, start shifting inside of it and it starts changing. You see, like, old pieces of machinery fall out of, like, uh, you know, stuck areas that it's been, like, jammed up in for years.
1: So, are you saying I just helped heal it
0: instead of. You knocked <laughs> loose uh, scar tissue inside its T-Cog.
1: Oh, so now it can transform, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, you knocked loose its T-Cog damage. It has scar tissue on it. So, yeah, uh, you can see it in the engines, actually. Like, it's large, like, Energon pump engines uh energon like like old syrupy energon is flowing out of it into veins and conduits that haven't been used in millennia uh pouring out like from holes and like slices in it but they're going into more parts of it and you you hear that telltale sound that all things make when they change including you know buildings and stuff uh that mouth uh peter that you're holding open or multiplex it opens wider and wider and wider and fans out more as the engine inside has metal uh, wrap around it and starts tessellating and spinning and sp- coming out as it makes a ca- it turns into a sort of cannon and shoots
4: you. Oh
0: my! You're taking damage. Hard cut. Uh, what's your best stat?
4: Roll in courage. It's gonna shoot you in your courage. In the face. Oh.
1: What, what, what about me? What about you? Well, I'm inside of the
0: cannon, so... No, no, no like, you're, you're not in the, pe- in the cannon path because it was building and going outward. You're still inside of it, but you're just not in the cannon barrel. So, uh, YouTube on the boat, uh, it, it has an alternate weapon, an artillery weapon, and it just... It just fragged Metro-type uh, multiplex. Like, his face is burning, you can see metal melting off of him, one of his eyes is sealing up. His optics.
4: See, what you need to create Trick shots goes,
0: Oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Do tell. Don't be mad. I'm never mad. That's one of our warp cannons. We used to try and blow the arc out of, out of the sky, you know, stop y'all from leaving. One of them went feral. Huh.
1: He doesn't know him, they're both wearing Decepticon
0: shields. He's general you to the red and to the red and white and go and blue guys out there. Does it have a weak point? Uh the yeah. holes all over its armor plating and its uh the, the, the energy barrier. The the energy cores aren't really good.
2: Okay. I'm gonna hover over to an energy core. The um, the big engine you guys have been shooting. <laughs> charge up my uh, last Cannon and uh, take a shot.
0: Alright. Again, my bad. You can't be mad at me.
2: nine
0: okay and what are you doing when like you're finishing it yeah okay yeah you uh blast into the warp cannon and it like the whole thing seizes up and starts to sink into the sand again uh to get away well, not to get away just a sink yeah.
2: and the price i'm gonna pay is that i overcharge the shot so i use an extra ammo
0: okay all right to let you guys know the last thing you have to stop is its ability to um Damage. Sorry, guys. dive down. Um uh, The briny depths. So you have to damage its briny depth stat, which is ability to uh, submerge and surface, because that's what's saving it right now. Um, you've taken care of everything else. I guess if
4: one of you could create advantage there.
0: Oh yeah. So you're inside the beast while sand is flooding in, but there's like there's like webbing and grating that's stopping it. Like it's like a salt shaker where if you pour too much, it all kind of bunches up. So, the depths of the Rust Sea kind of stop around parts of you as you're going through under it. You're inside this thing, and it's, it's cannon's out, the energy thing is there, it has its bladder system under its engine.
1: I'm going to use, uh, uh... Eyes on me. Create a sudden and massive distraction that draws all eyes. It's a thing I have. So I'm gonna open up a ground bridge inside of it, and it's probably going to freak out and need to deal with that.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's trying to line its can to the underside of the
1: ship. So, so a... I'm... I'm overcoming it or whatever. Oh, okay. This That's... is an overcome? I don't know. It says it says create a sudden massive distraction that draws all eyes. So it just might be keeping busy, I guess?
4: I guess. I guess it's actually going to buy some time. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: sure, 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 sure,
0: sure, 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 sure. sure. is... I'm just trying to look at the mood that this is, so I can just see it, too, so we can be on the same page. It's Company in... secrets, eyes on me.
1: Uh... It doesn't
0: really define it That's fine. Yeah, massive distraction draws all eyes. Okay, it's, it's no longer paying attention to the outside world because a a, a Einstein-Newtonian well, wormhole just opened up inside of its uh, heart. Its heart bladder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so you're just opening a ground bridge? Yes. All right. Not going through it or anything? Well,
1: no, I can't. It's one of three options. All right.
0: Hmm. All right. So yeah, a, a large su- disturbance in subspace opens up inside of it and starts freaking out and not aiming at the ship anymore right now. Okay,
4: so does this count us having an advantage over it?
0: It counts as it not about to take its cut to shoot you again.
4: Mm-hmm. Nicole just, just
0: saved your ass. Uh, it was like, keep page. them busy. This, is, isn't, keep them this busy. isn't keep them busy.
1: It's a special move that I have. Yeah. Okay. It just says, create a massive like, distraction. It doesn't, it doesn't matter
0: what move it is. The point is, it was going to make a move on you, like it was going to cut you. Yep. No, it's not. You need an opening. Yep. No. I've taken a lot of pieces out of this thing, so I'm going to
2: decloak and buzz around it and just fire like a lot of low-powered shots. It's under the sand. It's under the sand.
4: I mean, you have your like sonar things to see it.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
4: So you can look closely to pinpoint it. I I'm going
2: to decloak and try and draw it out because I think it's pissed off at me.
0: Okay. How are you going to draw
2: it out? I'm going to skim, I'm going to leave my flyer form, and I'm going to run along the sand above it. And if it's got any kind of like, um, yeah, no surface or it, whatever, yeah. it'll pick yeah. up on that and it'll come for me. And because I can touch the world lightly, I won't sink through the sand while I do that. Nice. Okay, keep busy. Um, is there a
3: skyscraper nearby?
2: Yes. Or do you want there to be one? Yes.
3: yes. I'm going to try to get you to like, distract it over there and I'm going
0: to try to move around to the back to knock the Skyscraper over. <laughs> Alright. I got a 10 on my Keep Them Busy. Okay, you keep them busy and you get advantage on it. Uh, so you're inside this thing as like it's shifting around, parts of its uh, its systems are cracking open, fuel lines are blowing, um, and yeah, it, it chases you through the sand away from the ship, up the Skyscraper, like it's ripping into it and dragging itself out of the sand.
4: Hmm.
0: All right. Multi-plex. So you're uh, you're serviced. Make your move.
4: Um, okay. Pick so, up the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so since I have bonds with Flutter and Flutter has bonds with me, I guess I'm going to use that roll with hope, and reach down into the waters, just grab it, and try to just pull it out using my feats of legend. If I can roll, finish them. Do it. What are you rolling with anyway? Blood. Blood! I got an 11, so I destroy them. And So how do you want to destroy this thing? Okay, so since I'm destroying them and I have Feats of Legend, I can add that onto destroying them for free. So I just pick them up, break them in half so that breakout just falls out of it. And I swing it around and just you know slam it, yeet it across... Far, far away. Alright, as you're doing that, yeah, one of your arms, your your you know launch arm, yeah. uh, Like you
0: let go with the other arm and you, your launch arm, your pelvis spins all the way around 360 and just makes a snapping motion and it goes much farther than it should
4: have. Yeah. It's flailing about into yeah. the party. It lands
0: somewhere and detonates because it's a warp cannon. So I fell out of it, am I falling
1: out onto a building? Do you want to? I would mean, rather not go into the Endless Abyss. So. I mean, you can use
4: your, um... Oh, yeah. ...thing to swing around and be all cool and shit.
1: Yeah,
0: you have that thing. So what, power lines, cabling, bits of its body you can skate across with your feet?
1: Yeah, as I fall out, I'm going to grab the end of it its tentacles, uh, spin around it, and fling myself so that I land on the ship. I'll right. Do a drop roll.
0: Cat-like grace. Okay. Yeah, it dies. You guys end it. And no one got lost at sea. There's a whole rescue phase to this combat. (laughs) After even after it's dead, you have to there's waterlogging, gear damage, a survival montage, a rescue operation, where one person has to captain the ship to save everyone. You have to survive on a deserted island. It's this whole thing.
4: That sounds interesting. Yeah. So, uh, moment,
0: let me, uh, yeah, everyone's cheering. Like, they're all like, woo! Pew, 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 pew,
4: pew. Is everyone all right? As I'm, like, clutching my, I know, upper torso, like, oh, do a head count. We don't want anyone to be lost here.
0: Does everyone come up good? Does everyone come up? Mm-hmm.
4: Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everyone's, uh, everyone's doing, like, a, you know, war chant. So, uh. How many of those did you build? I mean, I didn't build any of them. Uh, you know, we, we took them out of storage. They were, you know, armory. I
3: mean, collectively, but uh, from the armory, yes, that would make sense that they would exist before of course.
0: Yeah, no, no, those were just, uh, you know, sub war cannons. We, uh, we took them all
1: out. You
0: know, earlier. I suppose most when of them. One with feral. The hmm. Just they're not alive. alive. Well,
1: of they're alive. So.
3: Well, that one's not anymore. Yeah. How many of them went feral? Was it just the one?
0: Yeah, there's something wrong with it. Turns out, uh... Turns out Bone Crusher had Scraplets and was, you know, hanging out in it. And then it got kind of irritated by them. We should do a
3: survey of the ship. Make sure none got on board.
0: Oh, that's a good, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Oil spill walks out because he covered himself in, uh, in petrol oil, and he was ready to light himself on fire to keep them away from him. <laughs> none in the engine room. Uh, uh, there's none in the engine
2: room. I'll fly around the outside of the hull and do a scan, make sure none are clinging
0: there. All right. So you guys all want to coordinate your efforts to making sure that you're scraplet free.
4: Yep. Everyone do an STD check. Yeah, do an STD check.
1: <laughs> okay, oh, the president. I mean, rate. I was inside of it.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: You didn't even have
1: protection.
0: Yep. Um, I have no idea what move that would be on your guys' behalf to kind of like... Look closely? Probably. Sure! Someone take
2: points and roll with closely. Who's got the best sense? I do. Okay, you roll with
4: hope. over okay. just are all around the ship.
0: <laughs> or it might also be overcome if you want to roll with sense. Oh, uh, I got uh, 10 either way then. So by doing a thorough search, uh, you do find some Scraplet clusters, and uh, you spend a bit of time and purge them all. Perfect. Everyone is cheering, but much more subdued. Because that was a close one?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Do you think they purposely activated it? It Kind of gestures up to the 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 suborbital ship.
2: Well, they were bombing something.
3: It seemed very purposeful. I wonder how advanced the scanners are up there. How many are still remaining?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's an ominous thought to uh, to kind of dwell on. <laughs> Yep. Who knows what goes on in the Jesus.
4: madman's head.
0: Yes, who knows what's, what dark thoughts go on in the sick mind of Mesothallus. Stranges name before he gave himself a much cooler name. Mesothulus.
3: That man is dead, etc, etc. That man is dead. And your old college buddy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not him
1: anymore. Yeah, no, it's still him. You don't become like that uh, if it wasn't always in you.
2: It's a very deterministic outlook.
1: <sighs> People don't wake up one day and decide to, uh, you know, gestures to dead Cybertron.
3: Sometimes good men break
1: sometimes bad men pretend to be good how do you feel uh,
0: it's a whole it's a whole thing that I'm just reading up on now actually uh, I think
2: you fill your belly so between scenes you can use a food to heal a point of damage
1: mm.
0: so, so we're gonna do... Alright, I'm just going to pause real quick, because we're... So, we're just about to uh, transition from the conflict scene to the long journey scene to get you to where you want to go. Uh, this is going to be between scenes, which means you may use your food to fill your belly to heal one damage. And if you share a meal with friends, one person may heal an extra point of damage. So I'm going to pause, we'll figure that out. Okay, we're back, and we have read the long journey and how that works. So, to kick this off, I will begin. Uh, I'm. Do you want me to start with you, Nicole? No. Alright, um, okay, so you guys are taking the Sand Sailor and trying to make your way across this patch of the Sea of Rust, as we previously described before the Kraken attacked, or the the Warp, the the Feral Warp Cannon, um, so I'll ask uh, you, Flutter, um, what new friend did you make on the journey? Um,
2: along the way, uh, I and Oil Spill became very close. because uh, Oil Spill has seen a lot and um, they were very involved in the war uh, and they told me a whole bunch of really interesting stories that I lapped up because I'm just kind of a young uh, Transformer um, and they liked having someone to listen to. So as a result, we became very close.
0: Sure, write down notes about that in case it comes up again. Okay, so. Boom, that happens. No, set up. Yeah, and it could have been role-played out if we wanted it to, but you know, we'll this later. We'll ease into it. Uh,
2: and along the way we came across a slowly sinking wreck that uh, was very interesting, but potentially also very hazardous. So how did we deal with that?
3: asking me. Okay, uh, I had some volunteers um, kind of using the goodwill from us saving the ship to kind of dash into the ship and salvage whatever supplies we could before it was taken by the rust. Okay. Okay, so along the way we ran into a smaller ship of uh, survivors and they were very desperate for supplies to the point that they were getting hostile. So how did we handle that? Um, metroplex,
4: no multiplex multiplex. multiplex that's the well, I guess once well, our ship is bigger, then we decided to take them on since we have a little bit of supplies to spare and we're going to someplace safe. So we decided to scrap their boat and follow it back into what we had the little band of brothers. And then we moved on and we passed a district that used to be full of skyscrapers. They were jutting up from the sea in a magnificent way, just with the old splendor from the before times, still somehow kept in there. And what happened there, Overlord?
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, don't we have to end with the Overlord? No, no, no. We
0: have to end with you. So the Overlord will pass you on start to Nicole, it. and then Nicole will pass on to you. Okay. And that completes... A yeah. Circle, yeah.
1: So the first, so he gets to go more than once. Yeah. No, I he don't.
4: resolve resolves. He already I mean, resolves. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: no, we have to end with the Overlord. Yeah. He asks me, then I ask you, because you have to end it. Yeah.
4: Huh.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because otherwise, he's solving two things, which doesn't. I guess that's what it's supposed to I be. I guess down
4: normally down. we should be like Overlord gives us a frame. You're like, oh, the first player to set
0: a seed will be the last player to resolve a seed. So, since I set it yeah. to him, I must be going to resolve. So that was a really good what, setup you did, Yeah. but um, you have to set to Nicole. Yeah,
4: like, I guess next <laughs> next time would be like, Overlost says the scene like, oh, you're on a journey to, across the sea. What happened? That's...
0: Yeah. Isn't that what That's we exactly did? what we did. That is no. what we did, but we, we, set we, we, we drew around Nicole and accidentally left her out of the loop. Uh,
4: like, he already set up something for... Like, no, yeah,
0: I, I misinterpreted Okay, so... So if I kick it off next time, I end it next time. It goes yep. full circle.
1: That's exactly what we just did. He just has to ask me, and then I ask you, and then the end. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, okay, so... What did you find in those skyscrapers, Nicole? Oh, breakout. Mm. What interesting thing happened around it? something else
1: how about a data bank of like uh i don't know records from before the war
0: okay that's fine that's good all right let's set something up for me
1: All right. What well, was
0: really dangerous about this part of the journey? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The danger is that you've fallen right into where I am. So, Tarantulus is in his ship typing away with his little science hands with his like fabricy material body. Um, he is on a screen that is looking around this area that he's been bombing for the last little while, and the ruins you went into are actually pristine and preserved, as was described by Metro Titan, um, and that's where he was looking. What? Oh, I thought you were responding to me. you, guys, you, you keep
1: getting his name wrong. Multiplex. <laughs> God damn you, Peter!
0: <laughs> this is this is Vedic Burrell all over again. I call Te- my many names. Vedic
1: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch,
0: Barrel. This is Queen Bar, Queen Liam all over again. Anyway, he's on his screens, cackling to himself like he does because I can't do the cackle; it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as he observes insecticons with Hardshell at the lead uh, down in those ruins where you got the database from after you have left, like after you've left and moved on. Um, uh, opening up a hatch underneath the ruins that move, that you know tessellates the skyscrapers out of the way and puts them underground. So as you're leaving, you see the skyscrapers sink into the sea of rust ominously. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening up a old hangar bay with a wrecked uh, uh, pre um um Pre-Lord? autocracy uh, ship. The second one swarm on inside of it, uh, looking. They don't take the weapons. They don't go for any of the materials inside. Uh, All they do do is hook up a a remote uh, database tool into its computer system to give Tarantulas access. And he, on his screens, laughing, he's bringing up information about Cybertron's solar system. Neat. Soon. Soon! Specifically, if one were to uh, look back uh, this episode from later episodes you know to try and spot like foreshadowing uh, it's uh, the kind of sweeps of the orbit of Cybertron and the inner s- solar system uh, of like debris that's crashed into Cybertron like it's trying to track like uh, like space debris like satellites but not like machine satellites
4: also well, machine satellites but the word satellite Yep. Yeah. stuff decaying orbits crash sites I have a feeling this is one of Overlord's plans
1: Oh, no! He's looking for the wreck of the
0: Edmund Fitzgerald. That's
1: fine. Or maybe the wreck of another moon.
0: I'm pretty sure the moon didn't crash in Cybertron.
1: Hmm?
0: Pretty sure the moon didn't crash on Cybertron.
1: Well, you no. know where it is. I know. I know. It, it disappeared. That's why he would need to be looking for it. For Fair. the wreck in space. Fair.
0: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Translus cackles and talks to himself. Good! Good! Uh, and now that every event has been resolved, you make it to the to the Titan's Last Stand, uh, which will end the session for tonight. Cool. So, we'll go over what that means. Uh, oh man, 99 minutes, almost exactly 100. But, I was Devin, Nicole, Tyler, Kevin, and Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody, signing off.